Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Today I feel like I need to bring up the subject that the uh, the church is not going to be perfect. Now for some of you that doesn't shock you. For some of you you're thinking, well wait a second, it's supposed to be perfect for me. And yet what we know is that the church today is full of messy things, messy people. Why would we expect that? Because humans are messy. The church is going to have big issues. Why? Because people have big issues. People, you know, the church is going to suffer because why? People suffer. And yet, no matter how many issues that we can find with a church's response to the coronavirus or how many issues we can take with, you know, churches that are refusing to quarantine or or social distance or how many issues we're going to take with the church responding in whatever it is. It's really easy to take issue with the church. But we also know Jesus' response to the church. It says that Jesus calls the church his bride, that Jesus is going to return one day to, you know, for that flawed bride the bride that he has paid the price for already and that he's he was willing to die and to rise again so that, that church would be full of forgiveness and full of new life so we need to know up front and beforehand that this is what's going to happen the church because it's full of broken people there's always going to be some response you're not going to like there's always going to be some things that are going to happen maybe even people within the church causing hurt sometimes inadvertently and sometimes intentionally but this will never change Jesus's perspective on the church he still loves the church he still calls the church to himself and then he gives the church things to be able to do last week i spent a lot of time trying just to reassure people that Jesus is still on the throne and that God is still fully in control of all things and all situations. It's a good reminder for everyone to have that. But I think what we're also trying to do is just rushing people to stay positive, stay strong, keep the faith, you know, move past the fear, move past the, you know, you pick the emotion, just move past it. But are we looking to move past it simply because we don't like to feel it? We don't like to feel the hurt, so we figure out a way to numb the pain. We don't like grieving, and so we want to just get people to laugh. We're uncomfortable with those situations, and so we're trying to just move past it. But why can't we make room for it? Do we realize that right now people are suffering? There are people in pain. There's people dealing with devastations and loss even prior to this virus that's that's kind of spreading throughout the nation and the world there were things that were occurring before that have we made room for people to feel their emotions and even to grieve i'm reminded today about the book of job and i'm sure you you realize that you know job's friends when they came around they said some things to job that were just really bad you know, things to be able to say to somebody who is grieving. But sometimes you miss out on the very first part when we, when his friends come to him 
And uh, in Job chapter 2, verse 13, it says, No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. But what did they do? They sat with him in it. They didn't tell Job to hurry up and you know get over with the grieving period so that they can say something. They can tell him what to do. They can tell him how to grieve. They can tell him what, you know, they, they just sat with him because they already knew his grief was that deep. There are going to be times in life when there's going to be no adequate words that will soothe the soul. Sometimes what's needed is that space to make room for grief, to make room for sadness, or any other emotion that might need to be felt. Let's not try to rush each other through our emotions and our pain, forcing each other to a fake-it-till-you-make-it kind of perception. We need to give each other room to grieve and to feel, because in that place, I believe that's where the room is going to be for honesty, room for growth, and room for God's healing in our hearts and in our lives. This is why Paul in Romans chapter uh, 12 Uh, verse 15 says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn you notice paul doesn't say rejoice with those who mourn allow them to feel the mourning allow them to rejoice make room for all of it have a good day everybody see you tomorrow